Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. Hello. Welcome back for another episode. I am feeling interesting, I will say. I just finished recording this and got to the end and found out my audio was not plugged in. Oh my gosh. It's okay. It's all good. I'm still kind of waking up. Had a little bit of a nap, but we're here. Uh, You're here. Thanks for being here. And thank you for joining me today. Happy November as well. Can you believe it's like almost Christmas? Almost Christmas. It feels like it. To be honest, you can judge me all you want, but Christmas music gives me all the good vibes. And so I started listening to Christmas music back in October, like the first week of October. That's okay. Anyway, you can follow me on Instagram at Kiara Barnes Official. DM me your comments, your thoughts, any, um, you know, any love you want to share. Go ahead and leave a review. That would be really kind. I'd really appreciate it. Um, all right, folks. So, something, something embarrassing embarrassing oh my gosh we're already starting off on a great foot okay whatever it goes with the theme something embarrassing (laughs) happened a few weeks ago and it just made me think also excuse you know excuse this raspy voice right now I don't know what's going on something with my nap anyway made me think and I wanted to share it with you all so This is what happened. I went to the nail salon that I frequent. I love this nail salon. They always do a great job. Nails always last quite some time. I am a gel addict. Anyone that gets gel on their nails, you know how it is. You understand. Um, Anywho, I go there frequently, and I ask them to break this $100 bill. Now, I was really excited about this $100 bill. You know why? Because I had found it. I found it. So I thought one lucky, lucky streak and nice. I'll treat myself to a nail day. So, you know, I hand her the bill and she starts looking at it a little too long, if I'm being honest. The, The length of time where you start to break a little bit of a sweat. And she goes, and you don't ever want to hear this, but she goes, um, is this real? (laughs) And I go, well, I sure hope so. And then she proceeds to run it through this, I don't know, machine thing. And it makes this horrific (laughs) sound. And I am mortified, y'all. I am mortified, there's people behind me. There's people in front of me on the side. I mean, that 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 machine was loud. And yeah, I was 
pretty mortified. So I'm profusely apologizing and trying to explain that, you know, I don't, I have no idea. That's never happened to me before. I just, I literally just found this and she's just like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah, just make sure that you're careful with this. I'm like, I really wasn't trying to pull one over on you. Like, I come here all the time. But of course, I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And I go to the uh, their ATM and I pull out some real money, not apparently Monopoly money. And I'm just, you know, trying to get past the moment. And no joke of a lie, also on top of all this, not even 15 seconds after I had that interaction two police officers walk in to talk about I don't know some like kind of parking situation and I'm just thinking thank you universe thank you for doing me a solid I guess you know I hope you guys got your good laugh but thanks for at least letting that hiccup happen before they came in here oh my gosh like what what is my life honestly what's happening but anyhow I'm now getting my nails done and I'm just in my head about these people. I'm, I'm thinking about all the folks in the store and, and, and salon and how they view me and, and do they think I'm a bad person? How do I get them to not see me that way? And eventually I had to tell myself just to let it go. It's not like I intentionally meant to do that. Of course not. And truthfully, it's out of my control. It's already happened. There's no going back now. You just got to move on, babes. You got to move on. But that can be a hard pill to swallow if you're an overthinker or a people pleaser in general, which I can be a little bit of both. And so this had me thinking just in general about embarrassing moments as, as a whole and why and how things become embarrassing? Is it mostly based on what others think and perceive that scenario or moment to be? Or is it our overall fear that we could look silly to someone outside looking in? And the truth is, besides that happening, I haven't really had too many moments where I've been embarrassed or felt embarrassed. I, I I will say, and I, I know I've said this before, but it's just the truth. Growing up in a house with all brothers, you, you just learn how to grow a pretty strong backbone. So I didn't really struggle with feeling embarrassed as often or as much as, as some. Well, <laughs> I will say, the only other embarrassing moment I've had. Oh, gosh. I'm like, should I share this? Well, okay, so besides that, nail salon was this time I went to a modeling commercial situation a, a little high, okay? Now, let me let me explain. First off, this was several years ago, and I would never do this, okay? Like, I would never do this now. That's unprofessional, and... I'm adult now, okay? I'm well, I was an adult then, but also just more mature, I'd say. But to be fair, okay, let me explain the situation. And also let me say this. You like I have to get like defend myself immediately. <laughs> In the state of California, weed is completely legal. I'm just throwing that out there. So there's that. So back to the story. 
I was just finishing with my day of go-sees for modeling, which is exactly what it sounds like. You go see casting directors for shoots and and clothing brands, and they see if they like you. And usually do anywhere from like three to eight of those in a day. And some days I would be able to get them all done pretty early. And this particular day I was, I don't know, it was like around 4.30. I probably got home, maybe five. Pretty much end of day. And so, yeah, I decided to wind down with a little smoke while I made dinner. And watching some funny Jimmy Fallon interviews, as one does. And then I got a last-minute call to come in for a commercial audition. And, you know, I just, I, girl, I needed the money, so I was going to go regardless. So, you know, I put some eye drops in, and I just said, okay, let's drink some water, get it together, it's going to be fine. I rush over there, and I remember going into the room and meeting with the casting director, and it was actually going pretty well. You know, they usually ask a few questions to get to know your personality, make you feel a little comfortable. So he asked me what my most embarrassing moment was. And I truly, honestly, couldn't for the life of me remember an embarrassing moment. But you know what I did remember? Dave Franco had an interview with Jimmy Fallon. And I just so happened to watch recently before I came to this audition. And... I, you know what I did? I did. I, uh, I used Dave Franco's story as my most embarrassing moment. <sighs> Yikes. I know. I know. I know. So anywho, I started sharing the story as if it were mine. And I remember watching the casting director's face change from bright and upbeat to just straight up disappointment. In a flash, like total deadpan. (laughs) And um, yeah, it was pretty clear. He had seen the Jimmy Fallon interview, that's for sure. And I I don't know, folks. I just figured, you know, there's so many interviews out there. What are the chances that he would have watched this one? Well, turns out um, the video in itself had... Something over 10 million views. And then, uh, yeah, so the chances were pretty high. Pretty high, but uh, no pun intended. But <laughs> there's that. And then, you know, it was just ended abruptly and quickly was, a, okay, thanks so much for coming in. I was shown out. Needless to say, I'm still waiting for the call on that one. <laughs> Haven't heard back yet, but still holding on for hope. Yikes. But again, uh, and all to say, I mean, look, it's not like the worst thing. It's not like I was talking all this crazy nonsense. I guess he was just really upset that I would lie. Maybe he was a Dave Franco fan, you know, and he he took it as like disrespect. And for that, I I apologize, my dude. I apologize. Anywho, (laughs) going back to why, why it is we feel embarrassment, I mean... I don't know. It's pretty funny to look back at now when you've passed those situations. But at the time, you're mortified. Well, at least I was mortified. Mostly because I knew that he would think of me poorly. And that's the truth. 
And when we're kids, we're able to let go of these so-called embarrassing moments at a much quicker pace than when we were adults. Or sorry, when we are adults. And there's just a lot of unspoken social rules and cues that we've placed in society of what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. And we as a collective have created those boundaries. It's just something we learn as we grow older to be cautious of how others view us. And look, it's not for nothing. Our, um, you know, our careers, schooling, status, pay, et cetera, can be influenced by the way people perceive us. Because again, it's been something taught to one another. But there does come a point within your adulthood where it's just so exhausting to worry about what everyone thinks about you. At least this is the case for me. I, I think for many years, and even, I'm not going to lie, I'm not perfect. Now I can get caught up in how others perceive me and put an unnecessary amount of pressure on myself in order to please others, which in itself isn't great because then you're always at the mercy of someone else's gaze over your own. So how do we, how do we let go of these feelings of embarrassment and self-criticism? And honestly, I think it all just boils down to feeling at peace with yourself and confident within that you stop minding what others think of you because at the end of the day, their thoughts or opinions on you or how you live doesn't actually do much for your life improvement wise. Like what is it actually changing? I mean, I will say this, that there's a difference of constructive criticism and just someone being opinionated. All right. Google says constructive criticism is clear, direct, honest, and easy to implement. It provides specific examples and actionable suggestions for a positive change. So what I gather from that is the intention is coming to bring a positive outcome. Essentially, you can tell by a person's intention when speaking to you if it's actually valuable information for you to improve or basically someone just talking crap to talk crap. And if that's the case, definitely just let that stuff go. And I know, I know, if you're an overthinker like me, I know that it can be hard to do that. But you'll eventually get to a point with your thoughts where it's honestly just easier to let the situation or person go. And also remembering that, well, everyone has a right to feel or believe what they want to believe. And I can't control that anyways. So the only thing I can really control is how I feel towards myself and my overall attitude in general. Other than that, it's pretty much out of my hands. And I also should bring up the real aspect of how social social media has really changed the whole folks just giving opinions to give opinions. Social media has made it so accessible for people all over to comment and share their opinions with anyone and anything on a worldwide scale. So it's definitely become normalized to allow others to say whatever's on their mind and whoever's on the receiving end of that to just 
receive that. Just take that. Like, that's it. And it can get hard to separate reality within those spaces because, one, we just spend so much time in those realms. But the truth is most of those people going out of their way to comment judgy things on your posts wouldn't dare to say a word to you in person at all. No. And if you really think about it, how many opinions you get on your posts or um, social media pages via online rather than opinions you receive in real life, I feel like the difference is pretty substantial. But with that said, I will say this. I think taking time away from platforms when you're feeling like they stress you out more than they, you know, are something to enjoy, that's when it's best to take a break. I've done it before where I just don't post for a few weeks or stay off the apps in general to refresh myself, which I highly recommend. Your mental health is important above all. So how do we find confidence? How do we get that whole I don't give a you-know-what attitude? You know what I'm saying? That's a big question. I think that ultimately takes time for you to get to know yourself. I know, it's kind of a boring answer, but I just, I found when I went on a self-discovery venture and started to just figure out hobbies, foods, clothes, art, et cetera, just things I liked, I had a better sense of self. I knew what made me feel good and that in turn just made me feel confident, more sure of myself because I'm not questioning even in the little sense of of, oh, you know, what clothes and, and uh, even like my favorite color. It's, the, you know, it's the little things that if you figure that out, you feel more stable. It's just the more solidified you become in your identity, the more comfortable you are with yourself. And for me, this technique has been helping a lot when it comes to awkward interactions or perhaps not a nice exchange with someone that no matter what happened or what they think of me, I like myself. And I know I'm forever evolving to a better version of me. And I'm always reaching to know more about life so that I can find out more about my journey in in this lifetime. And I have to say, it's a really good spot to be in. And these days, I'm just much more or less concerned. And if others are happy with me and more concerned, if I'm happy with myself and what it is that I can do to make sure that I'm enjoying my company and enjoying my growth as Kiara. And some things that have to do with that could are, are little, like I said earlier. But And I know this might sound silly, but clothes have been a really big confidence boost for me and um, solidifying for my identity. I started making an effort in what I wear in the house you know, even outfits when I go out and just getting playful in general about what I look like. And it's been so much fun. I feel a sense of assurance just dressing in the best expression of myself. And a great example of this actually is I went out to lunch with my cousin. We we're leaving. I saw this beautiful woman with this big, beautiful, purple, curly hair and like a matching velvet, purple, um, jumpsuit and she had these cool like white sunglasses on white heels or whatever and she just looked amazing 
and we were talking. And I was like, I wouldn't think to wear that outfit or color my hair that way. But the fact that she's done that, that's inspired me all of a sudden to like want to play with color and have more fun with wardrobe. And she was completely unbothered because she was just happy doing her. And energy is so, oh my gosh, affecting. Because I, seeing her that way, I got happy. I was like, oh my gosh, like she looks like so much fun. And, um, and so really, it, it doesn't have to be big. It's just about finding things that help you feel more elevated. And the more you do that, everyone else around you, because you feel good in you, they're just going to take you as you are and, and see that to be true, which it is because you're living through your authentic self. And like I said, the more you spend time with yourself and start asking questions, the more at ease you will be and you'll just feel at home within. So today's theory is this. If we can find our true identity through self-reflection, we cannot be bothered by the opinions of others. Because you know what? Ultimately, that's their version of what they're seeing, not who we are. And all that work we've done to get where we are now, no one could begin to know your story because they've never lived it. So that's that on that. And folks, I hope you enjoyed today. Enjoyed today's podcast. I hope you got a good laugh out of my embarrassing stories and learned from my silly, very silly moments. It's all good. We all have them. It's what makes life interesting. And at least you can get a laugh from it. <laughs> I love you all. Uh, please continue to DM me on Instagram, share your thoughts. And, um, I appreciate it at Kiara Barnes official. Leave me a review on here. I appreciate that as well. Tell me what you're thinking and I shall see you next week, Monday folks. All right. Love you. Bye.